0: Justifiably proud, what's your emergency?
1: Hey there, folks. Welcome back to Justifiably Proud Productions. I'm your humble host, Jim Farrell. I'm excited to be with everybody today. Uh, if you ever feel the need to drop us a line, let us know what you think about our show or our program or have something you want to share, please email us at justifiablyproudproductions@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Well, welcome back to the show. I'm glad to be here, like I said, with everybody. And um, this is the second week of January 2022, and we're just excited to continue to, to talk about different topics. And um, this this particular week, we're going to discuss with the recent uh, with the recent conclusion of the holidays. I thought it'd be appropriate to talk a little bit about the holidays and how first how, at least from my perspective as a firefighter, how the holidays uh, affect us going on through life. Um, But before we begin, let's hear from Lauren with What's the Word? What's the word, man?
0: Our first story comes from the today show dot com identifying Miss Betty White as a well-known animal lover. According to the White's 2011 book entitled Betty and Friends, White wrote that both her parents were animal nuts and that their passion had been passed on to Betty. As a child, Betty helped care for the animals that her parents took in. Later in the 1970s, White created a TV series called The Pet Set, which was re-released in 2021 as Betty White's Pet Set. Sounds like Betty White's family were the pioneers of pet rescue. Our next story involves some field-appointed first responders. According to the Good News Network, 12 elk had fallen through the ice, which had formed on the Kettle River near Barstow, Washington, on Christmas Eve. Individuals rushed from their holiday activities after Riley Stewart's husband saw the struggling animals. The Stewart's assembled a team of friends and reportedly used a winch, a 4x4, and rope to rescue the elk. Although only six of the 12 elk survived, Riley Stewart said this christmas eve was unforgettable and they would do it all over again in a heartbeat and that wraps up today's what's the word
1: well thank you for that lauren that was a great great uh, inspirational couple inspirational stories i'm glad you're able to share that with us today and thanks for helping your daddy out today i really appreciate it i'm glad you could be a part of this um this program so, in talking about the holidays, working the holidays, I can only give uh, my experience as a firefighter on how that works. But you know, one of the things they talk about is how uh, firefighters spend about a third of our lives at work, and which means a third of our lives is typically spent with uh, a family other than our normal uh, blood family. And so, um, it can be it can be daunting. I mean, you don't typically you don't typically work every single holiday when you're a career firefighter. Uh, you may have like, for, for instance, my particular municipality has eight holidays that we recognize. And, um, you know, if you're on shift work, you may get, you may have to work three of those three out of the eight, but there does come a time where sometimes you do have to work, um, Thanksgiving and Christmas or Christmas and new years and, and things like that. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of times people think that during the holidays, um, things can be a little bit more traumatic, or things things can happen that normally don't happen any ordinarily, any at any ordinary time during the year. And you know, a holiday a holiday certainly can be as busy as your busiest day of the year when it comes to firefighting. But um, it's been my experience that uh, the holidays are usually pretty low key. Uh, it seems like people in the general public are taking precautions. Um, it's probably why a lot of times, uh, towards the, the holiday season, there's a lot of public service announcements about, uh, prevention, you know, we're constantly focusing on prevention, preventing fires, preventing emergencies, preventing burns, you know, preventing all that, all that stuff. Um, and typically during the holidays, it's, it's encouraged to, to do that. Um, however you know um there's some statistics and i'm just talking about vehicle stuff right now um some statistics that i found on the 2021 deadliest holidays to drive on and it may surprise you this is according to the auto insurance uh autoinsurance.org it's a three-year study that was conducted on the 10 deadliest holidays to drive and um it begins to say that Christmas and Ash Wednesday are the safest to drive. So they evaluated up to 18, one through 18 different holidays and, and what kind of traffic accidents there were during those, those accidents over a three-year period. And, and again, some of this stuff may be surprising to you, but Christmas and Ash Wednesday are the safest to drive. Uh, Memorial Day and Labor Day are the deadliest um, deadliest days, according to the study, over the last three years. Drunk driving accounts for thirty-eight percent of holiday fatalities and fifty-two percent of holiday traffic deaths involve someone not wearing a seatbelt. So in ranking the different the one through eighteen holidays of where there's there's the most dangerous, um, you might be surprised to find out that the first happens to be Memorial Day. Uh, the eighteenth is actually New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is the eighteenth deadliest out of the eighteen different holidays that were that were monitored. Uh, Father's Day happens to be number four. Uh, Halloween is the eighth, which is followed by Thanksgiving. And St. Patrick's Day is the 14th. So you can check out all that information on autoinsurance.org and uh, review any of that stuff that you may find interesting. But in talking with that and talking about holidays and how typically um, one may what may be sometimes... Uh, relaxation for us or a time to spend with the other family i'm reminded of a time when i was on shift and and so this is the first time in 22 years that i've been at home able to enjoy all the holidays because i've been moved to an administrative position and and i'm able to get all the holidays off so this is the first time in 22 years that i've actually had every holiday off and it was, it was enjoyable. It was fantastic. Um, but for those that are on shift and performing uh, duties on shift, you know, because we can't shut down the firehouse because it's a holiday. Uh, I'm reminded of an interview one time when I was a shift captain. The fire chief called me. It was a Thanksgiving. And he says, uh, hey, the, the local news team wants to come by and interview you and talk to you a little bit about how, what it's like to serve during the holidays. And I said, oh, okay. So... I got cleaned up and prepared got my proper uniform attire on to to conduct the interview and um you know that the gentleman shows up and we start talking a little bit and i brought out some nfpa stats and the nfpa theme for that year whatever their theme was that particular year which um you know I, i i mentioned nfpa of course for those of you that may not know is the national fire protection association they publish a uh a theme every year for, for individuals to focus on, um, when it comes to fire safety. Um, so I had some stats to provide and, and all that. And, um, as he's interviewing me, he's, he's saying, you know, asking me about different calls and different, you know, what it's like and being around the station. And, and, you know, he kept pressing that, well, it must be really hard to see traumatic stuff happen during the holidays. Um, and it was like, yeah, you know, it can be a little, it can be a little unnerving, you know, having something, some kind of catastrophe happen during the holidays, but it, it became apparent that he wanted the, he wanted the story to lead down that, you know, and he wanted it to, he wanted me to tell him how horrible it is to work the holidays and go to a car accident and, and, or go to a structure fire where somebody lost their belongings or their home and things like that. And he kept pressing until finally, I said, look, man, um, we've had a brisket cooking since 5 o'clock this morning. I said, the only smoke we hope to see today is coming off of that barbecue pit. You know, and what I really wanted to tell him is, hey, look, we've had this brisket on the pit since 5 o'clock this morning. The Cowboys are playing in about 10 minutes, and I don't have to go to the in-laws today. You know, this is one of the best days of the year, you know, but of course you you can't share that with them, but the truth be told is that if somebody gets injured in a car accident or somebody's neglected, you know, you go to a house for a service call and they're neglected or there's some abuse, elderly abuse, child abuse, you know, somebody passes away in a car accident. Somebody passes away in a structure fire. If you've experienced it like me, it doesn't matter what day of the year it is. It it hurts, you know? And, um, Although the holidays could be perceived as as being some some other uh, catalyst to making it hurt more, it really doesn't, you know. And um, I just thought that was interesting to share that and how sometimes the public perceives what we go through, you know, like as if there's only certain times during the year where if you're a nurse or you're a police officer or something, there's only a certain time during the year when it's going to affect you more than it would normally, you know. And I just thought that was interesting. Um, of course, I wasn't a smart aleck with him, and I didn't share all that. But he did use in his, in his interview, he did say that we hoped that that was the only smoke we'd see coming off of that barbecue pit that day. Um, but anyway, so the holiday routine, I mean, that's what it is. We, uh, we uh, take advantage of those holidays to spend time with our other family, our firefighting family. And if you're in nursing, it's probably the same. I mean, even though there's not necessarily shift work. Um, you have your team of people that you're, you're going to battle with and, and same with border patrol, military, um, police officers, you have your team, whether it's a full shift or not, that you're going to be ready, ready to rock on a holiday. So I'm going to close with this one last story. Um, and I was reminded of this the other day, uh, Several years ago, I was with, out with my family, and we were coming home, and it was, I don't know, 6, 7 o'clock at night, and um, I saw this, this car that was broke down on the side of the road, and um, I saw a gentleman walking from the car across the street to the uh, to the corner store to get fuel. I saw he had a fuel can, but I noticed that his car was parked particularly odd uh and maybe not in the best place for safety wise you know it was a pretty heavy thoroughfare and and it just caught my attention that man i wonder if 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 he's going to be okay sitting there and then i continued on my way and um went home that night and woke up the next morning and i'm watching the news before going to work and the news reports that a gentleman was struck at that very intersection. It showed his car and everything was struck and killed. You know, and I felt uh I felt horrible that I hadn't stopped to to maybe help or or put my hazards out or something to that effect. I mean it appeared that he had everything under control and I don't know what the circumstances were when he walked back to his car with that fuel can, but I vowed from then never to, uh, if I see somebody parked in a peculiar, a, a precarious position on the road, I'm going to make darn sure that I stop and render aid. So fast forward to this last week, I'm going to the doctor's office. I'm leaving the doctors and, um, I'm coming home and I noticed this, this newer model Jeep on the broke down in a lane. Um, with its hazards on, and I, I, I passed it, I was on the phone or something, I was distracted, and I, I noticed it, but I passed them, and I ended up continuing to travel. And then I quickly remembered what had happened those several years ago, so I turned around, I went back, I, I got behind them, and I thought it was going to be as simple as just moving their car off of the road. However, for some reason, you know, electronic transmission nowadays or whatever, we just could not get that car into neutral uh, to push it out of the way. So even though it was showing that it was a neutral, like the wheels were locked and you couldn't drive it either. So um, by the time I got back there, there was it was a car with four ladies in it. And three of them were jumping out of the car because they realized they were sitting ducks. It wasn't like that they were just sitting on the median. No, they were they were in the first lane. Uh, westbound you know and cars were just zipping by and not not moving over they weren't merging in an appropriate time so I I just want to encourage everybody that you know um, it's important to maybe uh, it's important to take the time when somebody's in need to try to reach out and and do what you can to help them out in that particular case all I was able to do was go back maybe maybe 300 feet and start getting cars to move over. I called for an engine company, engine company came out and blocked traffic until we could get PD there with a wrecker. Um, But I'm, I'm glad I remembered that time um, when I, when I didn't help. And um, I just uh, thought it'd be a good story to share, you know, especially when we're talking about traffic safety and all that. If you see somebody in need, take a minute to pull over and see if you can help them out. If nothing else, at least I could have got all of them out of the vehicle to sit on the side of the road until somebody came and demolished their vehicle, you know, but when you don't think there's nothing you can do, there's always something we can do. And, uh, I think we, we realize that, um, with the, uh, with the different, uh, stories that have been coming out here recently with people helping, helping others. So until next time, uh, Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we look forward to the next episode. I hope you enjoyed our holiday routine episode here at Justifiably Proud Productions. Take care.